Have you take a, taken a look at the list yet? I gave I've him a little bit of, of a gander. I've seen some. What's your, what's your impression? We'd like to ask this to all of our guests. Are we starting? Yeah, we just started. Oh, okay. What's hey, everybody. So that come face thing yeah. in this? <laughs> no, no, I'm going to cut that out. Oh, okay. But now people are going to be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so do you want to explain the game? No, I don't you said You said in game. college you came up with a, an idea for a game no. show. Was this a sketch? <laughs> no. No, he's not going to give away a sketch. It's I'm not really, going to give this away. It's really funny. I'm not going to tell you where the gold is hidden and just expect you to dig it up without me okay well, based on have context to, clues it's the dick you're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna have to tweet at dave which yeah. is uh, at davy ray davy ray ray davy ray 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 after what are we doing hey everybody welcome to the 500 greatest films podcast my name is hector navarro sitting across from me is my best friend since kindergarten mr keller Knobloch. say hi keller hello everybody we should clarify we have not actually known each other since kindergarten but you are my best friend since kindergarten. Yeah, definitely. Oh. There's been a connection. There's there's a connection there. Yeah. And always. our guest today Star-crossed lovers. is a hilarious comedian, brilliant improviser, great writer, producer, and a phenomenal college sketch creator. And the best <laughs> James Dean impression you will oh, ever hear. Oh, wait till you folks get a load of this. Oh, Mr. Yeah. Dave Reynolds is joining Hello, us. Hello, how's it going? How's it going, man? We found the cause. We found it. There was a rebel. <laughs> we found and we're it. Like, man, what's this guy's deal? And guess what? He does. He definitely has a cause by the end of this film. He, he really does. does. He does. He and finds the movie it. We're talking about if it weren't obvious yet. Will is be, is. Master of Disguise. Yeah, that's right. Dana Carvey's <laughs> Master of Disguise. Um, I found out, did we talk about this in, when did we talk about this, Keller? Like, was it last week? I forget where we talked about this, but somebody recently revealed to me or us or both of us or just me that they were filming the movie Master of Disguise. On 9-11. On 9-11. I think. Was that here? I think it was John. Was that, uh, wait. What was the true tragedy that day? Was it, it was, yes, it was. It was John Paricello. Yeah. When we were uh, discussing, uh, what movie was it? He oh, was um, in the turtle costume. Yeah. And they had to do a what? moment of silence while he was in the turtle costume. Here's the question. How bad did Dana Carvey, not knowing how bad 9-11 was, because, you know, like, they probably weren't by TVs and knowing sure. how bad it was. Dude, he definitely went One, for a solid did, 10 minutes and it was bad. But do you think he ended it with, mm, turtle? <laughs> Guys. Do you think they're like... Moment of silence, yeah. and then at the end he's like, turtle, turtle. "Like what was turtle, cut turtle. from the blooper reel?" Yeah, I we talked. I about think the it. whole movie's the blooper reel on that That's one. What, when John Piercello was here That's to talk so about good. the original, the Secret Life of Walter Mitty, he revealed this to us, and and I, like it's crazy to think that they didn't just shut down production that day; that they still had a movie to film. They shut down school that day. Yeah, I know. Well, I was there for I think the whole day or half of a day. Whole it was day weird for me. because you were there for a whole mm-hmm. day for you. Because again, like you're saying, Dave, like, and here we go again talking about the events of September 11th. <laughs> We do so often on this podcast. Oh, really? We, really, we Last, bring it up. Uh, two, two episodes ago, we talked about where we were. Yeah. <laughs> oh because, my gosh. Because we're because we're discussing the it's context. Like a secret therapy session. It kind of is. We're talking about the context of film history, and and in the past, we've talked about how it changed, uh, like superhero movies, which mm-hmm. is pretty obvious. How it changed comedy. It changed the world, obviously, and where we were, and and you know, we're coming up on. I just wish we would wait until after five minutes into the podcast. Also, this is so yeah. pre nine eleven. I almost don't even know why nine eleven was brought up. <laughs> it's so much about, before. Dude? It's so much before it even the, like the this movie. movie says I don't even so think much. if you said <laughs> Afghanistan to James Dean, he'd be like, yeah. "I don't want that rug." Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I it's don't... true. It was a different time. It was. And the movie Keller <laughs> that we're talking about tonight, if it weren't already obvious, is hit us with that. British man voice, please. 477. 
Rebel Without a Cause. 1955. Director <laughs> Nicholas Ray. As a teenage loner who involves himself in knife fights and road races, James Dean created an icon for a generation adrift, while Ray's gripping direction created a timeless tale of teenage disaffectation. Disaffection. <laughs> <laughs> I like disaffectation more. It's that's definitely, that's nice. more British. It's more British. Defactation. Defactation. Everybody has a different reaction to Keller doing his British guy voice, reading from the British magazine, Empire magazine. And Dave's was Dave like, Dave stared nice. at me yeah. and then nodded 15 yeah. seconds in. I was like, yeah. I'm into this. Yeah, you were like, <laughs> you won me over. You won me. Now, it doesn't hold a candle to, to your James, James Dean, Dean please impression. Please read this in your James Dean impression. Yeah. <laughs> okay, for everybody no, listening. wait, stop. I want you to read the <laughs> excerpt for... It's not even that good. Jailhouse Rock. <laughs> Jailhouse Rock? Jailhouse Rock. No, do Saw. 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 Read number, Saw number as James Dean. Now, let me try to... All right! Let me... <laughs> Sorry, I peeked on it. Right good it. morning, Vietnam. <laughs> Sorry, I peeked on that one. I peeked. <laughs> I was trying to do his like part when he's like very upset. <laughs> That's like so to... inconsistent right. with the entire. <laughs> oh my god! Let me set the stage for a second, okay? It's 1955. Wow! It's Los Angeles. Wow! Loner from another town has just moved here with his family. It's I a just young read it. James Dean. He's an alcoholic, or he's drinking. He's 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 he a rambunctious child. He's a rambunctious child. He's like 17, with maybe 16. With rich parents. Rich Let's parents. Let's not get into it. He's doing it in. <laughs> you know the iconic James Dean. <laughs> who plays Jim Stark, an iconic character, and you know exactly what Jim Stark sounds like. All of you know and, what he yes, looks like. and here is <laughs> Exactly Jim, what he sounds like. Jim Stark reading about the movie Saw. Saw, baby. <laughs> Director James Wan, the never-ending stream of sequels. May have dis- <laughs> it's more of Marlon Brando, I tell, I tell you. But listen, baby. There you go. There's some babies in there. I, it's tough doing it, like, just reading, because <laughs> James Dean, like, in this movie, he's just so, like... I'll he, tell you what, you're killing it. Yeah, he's just so, so sort of over the top. To everybody. I mean, this mm-hmm. is, like, 1950s acting, so this is mm-hmm. just sort of throwing it all against the wall. Like, yeah. yeah. He's just, like, screaming in, like, a lot of this movie and then I, pouting in the lot. Yeah. I, 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 okay, we have so much to cover with this movie. First of all, first of all, Dave, why did you pick Rebel Without a Cause? Did Keller pitch this to you? Did he send you a list, or was he just like, do you want to do Rebel? You were standing next to me and said, these are the ones that are coming up in the next year. So it was a bunch of them. And I wanted to pick one that I'd never seen before. Mm, I thought and you said you'd seen Rebel I'd Without never Cause. seen it. That was the oh, first time. So this is the first, yeah, so this is the first time I this saw This is like his first time ever doing that, James This Dean is the first time I've seen a movie. <laughs> He's never I've workshopped never, this I've, anywhere before. I've never seen movies. <laughs> Not a single movie. Not a single movie. This Guys, is my first this movie. is the first time on our podcast yeah. that we've had a person that used to live in a cave. See, he was a <laughs> Rebel Without a Cause. In a cave. And I was a moviegoer without a movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, about two minutes in, Dave was freaking out because he didn't understand film we had to explain to him it wasn't it wasn't a window i was i said why are where are these people why are they walking by your big window what are these did you paint these letters on here what are these words music coming from we explained what is overture this is is an overture this is definitely a, a movie um, and this no. is a movie with an overture intermission. No, I just I just thought this movie was a uh, was a classic. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's one of the ones on the list that I was like, oh, this one's classic. I yeah, this is a movie that I completely understand why it's on the list. 
mm-hmm. and I respect that it's on the list, and it does deserve mm-hmm. to be on the list. It, mm-hmm. it, yeah. it it is a it is the like the perfect film that exemplifies a whole kind of genre, like any movie oh, yeah. from the fifties about rebellious youth, and this is the best of them all. I I feel like you know I, I don't think I mean American I mean American graffiti about research. Yeah. yeah, I mean, American Definitely. Graffiti is like the one that's sort of like like this, but was made like way later. Yeah, in the exactly. 60s, yeah, but like this is the one in the time period where at least I feel like they mm-hmm. are trying to go for what was actually going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah, guess. and uh, and you mentioned earlier, Dave, that uh, that that James Dean's performance was like throwing everything against the wall. I found it to be so like fascinating to watch i thought that he was maybe the best actor in the film and you disagreed you, you, at one point at one point you were like and natalie wood's phenomenal oh, she, I was she was 16 16 going up against james dean who was 24 mm-hmm. yeah and, and then her, natalie wood's boyfriend was 48 yeah. at the time of film jesus <laughs> my yeah. god all yeah. these other dudes are like yeah. 45 they all looked they all made james dean, dean look real young oh yeah and look like a baby face and he still looked he still looks 32 30 yeah he was 24 he was actually 24 and he looks 30 he's lived some life but i I live a lot of life baby (laughs) (laughs) i was into james dean's performance like it's one of these things where like this film has permeated so much of popular culture that he's one of it's one of these movies that you feel like you've already seen and you've never seen it just because you've seen it parodied you've seen it referenced in the simpsons and south park and cartoon shows and tv shows growing up and or homages yes i remember that like (laughs) I, I, i i've seen like early footage of um Jim Carrey's like early stand-up bits. Oh, and he did the mm. impression and he does, of James Dean. He does a, and he was such a contortionist, like his a facial contortionist. It was and all like in an the impressionist. He did a James Dean impression because he would turn around and then turn back and he was all scrunched up in his shoulders. He yeah. was so physical that people like busted up and he didn't even have to say anything. So it's like, you, it's like you know so much about the James Dean character, you're tearing me apart. And he was in three iconic movies. Yeah. I mean like three Before movies that he were see big Eden roles. Giant and this. Yeah. yeah, and the other two he I know was, was in Giant. nominated nominated for Oscars for this one he wasn't, but this yeah. is the role that people remember the most. And and it's funny you mentioned Keller earlier. You mentioned Jailhouse Rock because earlier we we tackled this movie earlier this year, the Elvis movie, and I didn't think it. it I don't think it's That's great. That's two years after this. Well, I think Elvis yeah. sucks. Yeah, Here's he kind of does. Yeah. He's I think, not a good. Actor. I think Elvis. Yeah, El, I think Elvis is sort of bullshit. Yeah, the whole idea of Elvis and all. I of was it. wondering yeah. how yeah. much of just like a pretty face James Dean was. Yeah, but and he like he's actually putting in work on this damn movie. Yes, he's sort of Elvis acting in like a different way than uh, than like mm-hmm. normal actors. Like you can even tell like he's sort of taking his time more. Yeah, mm-hmm. like everybody else is sort of like Dragnet style. Like what's going on? I don't even know. They're all I'm just reciting their lines to each other. Yeah. There's like even weird pauses to where mm-hmm. someone's okay. Now I'm gonna say mine. Yeah, he's and actually he's, like doing like messing with stuff in this he's, around he's him. He's t- talking over them. Yeah, when they're like in the jail. You know, mm. and his parents show up. He's like speaking over them. He's he's yeah. He, like you guys are nailing it. He's he's pausing. Pretty good drunk actor. Great drunk actor. He's like, no, tell him, tell him why we move here. Tell him why we move Just here. Just while he's saying it. You know, while while he's his father's speaking and yeah, he's and, pretty intense. Yeah, and he gives scene, off like a Tom Hardy vibe. Like, you know what I mean? Like those sort of actors, yeah. just kind of mumbling, scrunch face. The edge. Yeah, like Joaquin Phoenix or even River Phoenix back in the day. Or I, man, I do. What would have James Dean James Dean have done? Every single person has asked this question. If you could, if you could, like. See, so if yeah. you could like make this movie today, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like if they had to remake Rebel Without a Cause, what would that movie even look like today? Because there is so much in this movie that is like the fifties, the fifties. That's so mm-hmm. like 
knives and and like you know what it would be uh, the closest i can think of would be the movie drive which came out in like 2011 mm-hmm. i think that because tone. it had yes because it was so stylized and it felt classic and old but still felt of the but time. how do you make Rebel without a cause? Well, I feel like it would be... Now Keep think it in about, high school? It's got to yes, stay high school. got to stay high school. Think about Ryan Gosling. His, his whole persona and his you performance... You got to do it like Brick. Yeah. Uh, kind of. No, I disagree. You have I to feel portray like, high school in that way. You got to get rid of cell phones. You got to... No, like, I think no. that there's a version... Do do I that? think what Dave's asking is, what is that version? And I'm I saying like today, like if it yeah. was a... If, if, what does the rebel that he's playing mm-hmm. look like in today's world? Like, well, what's the like you know jaded what it is? teen? Today? It is it Breakfast is still club. a white teenager and a oh, white yeah. family because like we're as we were we watched like the little intro on Filmstruck afterwards and we're like I was looking up the movie on Wikipedia as we're watching it and at the end and the movie was trying to go against the grain of other rebellious teenager movies which featured like you know like teenage delinquency and they were all bad kids this showed like white families in suburbs going well, it even this showed shit. this kid doing terrible stuff and the Do, parents yes. doing the thing that Rich white parents do. It's like, oh, our kid couldn't have done something, and if they did, See? we uh, have to do I mean, what just we the, can to make he's sure. Sorry, it didn't officer. Happen. He's sorry, and that's what's it's important. That Brock Turner bullshit. Yes, and and I think we even made a joke about that as yeah. we were watching. You know, and so I think that the 2018 version is a kid who is rebelling from being like well off, and it's just that teenage experience of feeling so separated. Maybe the kid still feels. Here's what's so universal about this movie: the kid will think that his parents are phonies. And we'll be calling right. them out. And there's mm-hmm. there is I mean, a 2018 version of that. You got to figure out the logistics yeah. of cell phones. And, you know, he's not picking up. He's not picking up himself. Where is he? And this kid shows mm-hmm. up. He goes, I don't know. I tried texting him. I don't know. There's workarounds to that shit. But there is a 2018 version that's like this teenager is yelling at his father and saying, "You need to man up. You're full of shit." And yelling at his mom and saying, "We can't just move and keep running away every time." You know, I'm going to go turn myself in. I was involved. We're all involved. There's a version of that. But yeah, yeah. it's almost like a like that movie too. Also has this feeling of like not everything is as I think developed as other movies would have it in these days. Like I, mm-hmm. I don't necessarily think that like at the end of this movie, spoiler alert, but like the mom and dad the whole time are like at each other's throats and the dad is basically like feminized and like wears a like bonnet and like mm-hmm. like basically yeah, in the, the the movie apron. is just like showing like I guess in those days, like, what's the worst thing like a father could turn into in front of their son sort and of it deal? It would be wear an apron. It wear an apron. Yeah. So it's like, what would that even look like in today's sort of like yeah. ultra accepting world? Mm-hmm. Like, cause that's the thing about, mm-hmm. um, Dean's character in this is he like, not really that bad of a guy. Like he's not mm-hmm. the rebel as you'd think he was. Like he's, he's getting a, pushed into everything that he's doing. Yes. He doesn't want to get in a knife fight. Someone gives him the knife. He doesn't he's, even have he's a, a knife. He's a good guy. I think someone else stole that car for him. Mm-hmm. Right. He's just race. making mistakes. And he's, he's making mistakes sorry. because those guys literally just fucked with him until he did. I feel like the, it's like almost a, like American Beauty is a good version. Like yeah, of what this is. Like you almost look at it. It's almost like that. Like the neighbor. Mm-hmm. The like. You know, the family that's sort of like sleeping in separate beds. Like Alice and Janney's mom is a lot like the mom in uh in Natalie Wood's house. Like mm-hmm. like they're very sort of shut off and let the man decide mm-hmm. what to do and then you know it's just like everybody's sort of screwed up. I think that's like the craziest part about this movie is that yeah. in the end it's like, dude, no one solved anything. Yeah. A kid died. <laughs> yeah. New, two kid, kids died. Two kids died. In the same night. The same. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like hours. Early, like the last part of this movie yeah. is like three hours. Yeah. Because the end is sunrise. So it's like they mm-hmm. met at like eight. Let's do, let's figure oh, out. Yeah, no. It was, just, it was just the course of. Yeah. The we're race, talking like 48 hours. 
or 36 hours. Yeah. Yeah, it's only it's like a day and a half. Yeah, because they the, meet the, at jail. The mm-hmm. car race that happens at eight p.m. the next night, right? The second right. day of the film. That night, maybe what an hour, two hours later, James Dean's uh, Jim Stark decides to tell his parents, like, I'm going to go to the police, and they go, No, he goes to the police station. It's probably ten thirty, eleven, maybe, right mm-hmm. at the latest. And there's and he, like the one detective he talked to isn't there. So he drives back home, and then Natalie Wood's waiting for him. And then they go and spend the whole night, and it, it is until the mansion. early early morning hours where their friend gets shot by the cop. So it's right. you know the two kids died in in less than twelve hours. Oh apart. yeah, I mean it's it is a, five a.m. when the kid gets shot, mm-hmm. four a.m. It's sort of weird how like love oriented this whole thing is when so much death happens, and it's sort of mm-hmm. like unconsequential. It like, keeps it's coming like, back to it, and it means nothing. Yeah, like it's just like oh, love is love and is filling the void. And we never really get in, into Natalie Wood's problems that she's dealing with. Correct. I think yeah, that there is a parents. solve at the end, though. At the end, James Dean's parents are like shaken to their core, and the dad's like, "I'll I'll be a father. I will not wear yeah. this bonnet yeah. anymore. <laughs> I well, won't wear because... an apron." Well, like the mom and dad literally like look at each other, and like <laughs> we had a crazy night, <laughs> didn't we? And then it's like over. It's like what? They're like yeah. gonna be fine after this? Yeah. yeah. They did think their son died because that kid was wearing the red jacket. That was James Dean. Oh. oh, but then after he was like, "Oh, but it's not." Oh, it turns out it's some <laughs> other kid. Hey, did they? Let's get you home. Buster. I thought that they saw James Dean when he came out with just his white T-shirt on. No, without the he, jacket. Uh, he said the dad runs up and he goes, oh, "I saw the red jacket." And uh, oh, yeah. Um, also, we got to talk about how iconic it was to see the Griffith Observatory throughout the film. Yeah, that was very that was cool. Great. It looks exactly the same. I have had this, the inside. this feeling of like while watching movies and, and TV shows, like. Um, See, that are based in LA, like just mm-hmm. sort of being like, oh man, that's sort of crazy that that is a mile away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or like that is, I could go there any day. Mm-hmm. And it's been interesting, like especially in this movie, being like, oh, this is, they're staying, like the idea of shooting this today is like insane. <laughs> yeah. Like I, it would be like such a crowded <laughs> area where this went to, like it would yeah. be not kosher yeah. to shoot there. They have, like, to, they have to close it off. Obviously. Like this, yeah. The end of this movie is like so like insane if they tried to make it. Has anybody ever edited the Terminator into it? Oh my gosh. Into Rebel Without a Cause. Uh-huh. And then also like Optimus Prime and the Transformers are hanging out on another like. I don't even remember that. Part. Yeah, dude. That's where they can. They, they that convene. was my favorite part of the movie was me, when Optimus Prime and James Dean yeah. share a Sunday. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah. Bumblebee is James Dean's car. At the magic hour. That would be awesome. That would be really great. Oh, wait. Have you that ever happened? No, that didn't. Have you oh. ever speaking of watching like local LA in mm-hmm. movies and TV shows, have you ever wanted to go and recreate something in a movie or go visit a location just because you saw it in a movie? Have you have you ever had that urge? Oh yeah. Like oh, what? Yeah. Uh, Can you think of any? Oh, have you have you driven by any things in LA and like Oh shit. Recognized and been like, that's so cool. That's the house from so and so or that's the that's the oh, building that's there, always what, there, in- the six feet under house is like mm. in Compton or like Inglewood, and I drove cool. by that once, and that was like just wild to see that house. I love that. I love that. <laughs> the Blade Runner house, but only oh. because it's Frank Lloyd Wright house. Oh yeah, oh, and cool. the, oh the Ray Bradbury building too. Oh yeah, that's yeah, or whatever cool. that's Blade called. Uh, that's Blade the Bradbury Blade. building. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that building. Oh, you know. Because I was, you know, in college when it came out, but that 500 Days of Summer bench, you got, yeah. that's like the one that you just go to. And then when you leave, you're like, God damn it. I, I just went out of my way to go to that bench. <laughs> I'd go to that bench. After five, just listen to the Smiths <laughs> on a bench. Sweet. It's a great bench. Yeah. Mm. Is 500 Days of Summer in this? No. Uh, no. Um, do you think it would yet. make the list? That film, it what year not. did it come out? Like, 09? That movie came out in 10. 2000? Or maybe 9. 
2010? It came out after this. If only we had computers that could tell us... Should it be on the list? When things came out. I don't know. Um, that's I a great question. So. Uh, moments, I, moments of it, maybe. 2009. Moments of it. The 500 greatest movie moments. Oh, dude. If, we did, if you guys did 500 greatest movie moments, that would be the toughest list of all time. <laughs> it would. I love moments. Moments are what make up movies. Oh, uh, my God. I, I, would, I would replace <laughs> a lot of movies with 500 Days of Summer, if that answers your question. Yeah, they updated this. A lot of movies on this list. I don't oh, yeah. think I'd replace Rebel There's Without a like Cause. There's just like 100, 500 Days of Summers on our list that we were just like, <laughs> we should do well, the- this movie sucks. 500 Days of Summer again. Dude, the 100 best 500 Days of Summer moments. <laughs> 500 that's, best oh, 500 new, Days of Summer. That's new podcast. Did, uh, Hour per moment. Dave, I know you're a big fan of this film, but... Um, that is a podcast, the Star Wars Minute or something. Yeah. Oh, they, they just I, go through a minute I've seen of multiple, Star Wars. What? I've seen yeah. that podcast with Mad Max Fury Road, oh. with Spider-Man 1 and 2, like the Sam Raimi movies, and maybe even Spider-Man 3. Why like People those? are doing minute by minute, because people love Mad Max and Spider-Man. Spider-Man? Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I heard they did it with Kramer versus Kramer, too. Minute by minute. It's just sort of really sad. It minute is. versus it minute. Is. Oh, but then right at the end, you know, 120 episodes in, you're like, great. Oh yeah, this, this is a great oh minute. My God. Greatest movies ending. Can Kramer imagine, wins. Can you imagine uh, uh, um, the doing that with the Pursuit of Happiness, that Will Smith movie with his son oh, Jaden Smith, which man. is so bleak. Just do the bathroom downer. scene. Yeah, in the bathroom scene, oh. it's like six minutes long. Yeah. Okay, guys, we're on minute four of the bathroom scene. <laughs> All right, they're really struggling to keep that door closed. That movie, I likened it to uh, to my experience watching like Passion of the Christ. It's like also Theory of Everything. Theory of Everything. I remember. Didn't we watch that together? We watched it together. It's it's pretty bleak. At the end of it, we were like, "Love isn't real." Like yeah. we didn't. It was pretty depressing. What? But it's still Theory of Everything. Yeah, the, yeah. the, the Stephen Hawking. Stephen Hawking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, that biopic. Yeah, that movie sort of like. I got it. Yeah, I got it. Like within ten minutes of that movie. Did you was, did you watch the whole movie? Then? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it listen, this guy won an Academy Award. You got to yeah. give him the respect exactly. to watch the movie. Yeah. And he was good. He's but good, but like Passion of the Christ. Good when I went God. to go see it, I've only seen Passion one time. I saw it with my mom when it came out in theaters, I saw it and like Church Group. It is Dude, that's the my most saver. <laughs> that was like the rated R movie we were allowed yeah. to watch. It was it really? really? Yeah. Oh man, it was. It's the most emotionally draining film I've ever seen. Is passion it of the is. Christ. It is just you, by the end of it, I was I was like physically like wiped out, and I think I had a similar experience with the pursuit of happiness because it is so sad. But then the last five minutes are like, okay, you got the job, and it's Will Smith silently crying, and I'm like, well, that wasn't worth it. It was a hundred and you know fifteen minutes of torture for five minutes of relief. At least it's a true story, though. Like that <sighs> seven pounds. Yeah. That's a, not even a Have true you seen story. Collateral Beauty. Like, don't give oh, me a no. sad. That's the one you gotta do. <laughs> Collateral Beauty is the movie you guys gotta dive in. Oh my god, is it that good? Sucks. No, oh, it sucks. Yeah, yeah. Seven, seven pounds. You hear that, Will Smith? <laughs> this is Dave Reynolds. I'm calling you out. <laughs> yeah, Challenge yeah. me. But now call him out. Make another Dean. blockbuster, man. Yo, buddy, this is your pal James Friggin' Dean. <laughs> Listen, baby. <laughs> he would never say that. Friggin'. What are you, Joe Pesci? <laughs> No, I'm not Joe Pesci. No. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Please do. Uh, this my well, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> give, us a, give us a cold read. Tell us about Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. <laughs> James. Joe Pesci. James Dean, tell us about. Yeah. All Joe right, Pe- here you go. Drunk the Ang Lee. It's just like getting higher and higher pitched. Eventually, it's going to be right here. All expect exceeded all expectations with this woozoo. I'm not reading anymore. Superman returns. You're just Jay Leno. You guys oh, so you hear this movie, A Crouching Tiger and Dragon? I, I couldn't I tried to watch it. Couldn't read subtitles. 
my chin was in the way of the screen. <laughs> Jay Leno, we're calling you out. Jay Leno, you piece of garbage. Jay Leno and I saw Will him Smith. in one of his cars once. Yeah. On uh, did you wave? Did you say hi? Get, flipped him the bird. You should have. I said, did hey. you really? No, you yeah. didn't. I had a crow in Shut my up. hand. I said, <laughs> <laughs> I flipped it in my hand. I said, can you do that? Look, Jay Leno. <laughs> like a switchblade. Switch yeah. <laughs> people have turned a crow to a dove. Diff crow. Have come to the defense of Jay Leno. And Fuck they said, guy. the guy is a hardworking comedian, night in, night out. He, he, when he was doing the Tonight Show, when he's doing a show, he's up there and he's, you know. Or he, even when him, he was just a comic. Yeah, him and his team were writing uh, material every single night and he was great at interviews and all of the stuff and they just people people have especially in the comedy world have come mm. to Jay Leno's defense it's like oh. this is this is a guy who who has just worked his ass off I feel like our generation will always see Jay Leno as the guy who fucked over Conan who took back the Tonight Show from Conan O'Brien when he could have just said you know what it's Conan's and hey. he was there for when NBC was like Jay do you want it back and he said sure and cool. I I feel like mm, Jay. That's always how you're going to appear to us. Yeah. Question for you. Yeah. How much was In that denim. soapbox you're standing on? How much was it? The soapbox you're standing on preaching free, for Jay Leno. Free of charge. No. Freaking. The point was that I'm not. It's it sounds like a, you're loving like a, Jay Leno. It's just like a tiny little cardboard dove soapbox. It's like you, you squash that immediately. <laughs> yeah. You're not above us in yeah. any way. Jay Leno was definitely the guy who fell off and drove off the cliff of this movie. <laughs> definitely. Jay <laughs> well, Leno Conan is bailed. Buzz. Yeah, Conan, Conan bailed. bailed and landed at TBS and he's like, oh, sorry. Did you? Actually, literally, Jay Leno flipped in one of his cars. Have Did you he really? seen that clip? No. No. While he's shooting one of his shows, one of his cars just fucking. Why, why haven't <laughs> we seen that? So is it, why is he okay? That he's like driving the car. He's like, oh, you're going so fast. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad. Was There's he hurt? Audio? He's was fine. He hurt? I didn't want him to be hurt. Listen, they just... are, listen, if these companies release this stuff online, they don't give a shit. <laughs> True. You, was you know, that oh. when he was a comedian in car getting coffee? <laughs> No, that was just that was Jerry Seinfeld. Jay Leno was oh, on it. Oh, oh, <laughs> Jerry, what are you doing in this dragon. car? I can't believe the movie Flash got on this list. Oh, Flash, what? <laughs> Nobody's seen it. What's the deal with Flash? What's the deal with it? We had to get a VHS, a tape, a videotape. <laughs> we have a VCR right over there. It was funny. We were watching uh, this terrible this movie off of your TV. Yeah, and uh, sometimes it was sort of. Shake a little bit, yep. so it looked like James Dean was from the ring. <laughs> it was so scary. It was like he was standing up out of a barber chair. Like it was the like, whole beginning sequence, he's like crawling on the ground, and I was like, "Is this fucking shot in reverse?" Because he is moving in ways I've never seen a um, human move. I'd like to take this opportunity to get on my soapbox of it's a good idea. <laughs> Wait, to what buy, kind of soap? To buy, uh, this is um. Dove, baby. Dove? I just, duh soap? Right. D-A? Oh, duh. I'm going to get duh soap. D-A. Duh soap. Yo, what this type of soap is this? Duh soap? Fight club soap. Um, this is why it's important to fat watch, your movies, watch your movies that you love on physical media, y'all. Because if we had popped in a Blu-ray of Rebel Without a Cause, it would have looked fucking... Man, looked, I wish I had been, the no fucking skips. Rebel Without no a Cause criterion. Filmstruck is a great app, and so is Netflix and everything else, but sometimes these these things require internet. Internet's faulty. I Internet's think they faulty. always require internet. No, man. I could pop in my Fast and Furious Blu-rays. Oh, no yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of See? course you could. Yeah, of course. What's Movies? your favorite Fast and the Furious movie? Keller's, Five. Keller hit him with it. Fast. Five. Ooh, Fast it's five. easily the best one. You, hey, you've seen them all, right? I'm, my favorite movie is Fast and By Curious. Well, that I goes without saying. One. That goes without saying. Yeah, that one's I a mean, good one. You really, you I think a, that is five, right? We all agreed. Yes, I think it everybody is. feels that way. Because that's, I think that's it where five. it was. It's Vin and Dwayne Rock Johnson. Oh, right? there's sexual Ooh. tension yeah. in that. Yeah. Oh, they're both they're both veiny. I was popping boners all night watching that movie. 
Because you just get it, you, you get adrenaline boners. Get adrenaline. Yeah, stop calling Pringles boners. <laughs> yeah, you just went through once three cans pop, of boners. Once you pop a boner, you can't stop. You know, a boner. <laughs> crunch, crunch, crunch. Anybody want to share these boners with me? That's me. Hey, anybody want to get in on these boners? That's just a room full of dudes. Their boners. Dude, like, all those. What's this popping sound? Oh yeah, all those dudes are playing the with their worst. boners. We can all agree. This is awful. That James Dean was a hunk in this, even though he, he did was thirty two. I mean, he we have was, to talk about how it opens on the kid who killed the puppies. Yeah, and then we're supposed oh, to yeah. like this kid the yeah. rest of the movie. I just pitied him the entire. I just felt I did bad too. For him. I felt so bad for him. I, I felt like there was no way. Puppies. It's like, Instead of, you know, save the cat, he kills the dog. Is this about the Zodiac Killer? Mm-hmm. No, because the Zodiac Killer, because he die, he keeps going. No, I'm saying That's he becomes Zodiac. the Zodiac Killer. But he dies. This is preemptive. Oh, is this James Dean becomes the Zodiac Killer? Uh, yeah, it drives him crazy. Wow. What? Yeah. Oh my gosh! If that's true, that'd be sort of nuts. <laughs> Dave, have you seen the movie Zodiac? I think this is about uh, Zodiac. The is like, I'll watch that if that's on this list. That's yeah. like the best movie ever. I think it is. This movie's about the Terminator going back in time. I think to the kill Zodiac, Zodiac killer. I was having this discussion. Zodiac is on the list. Zodiac. Oh yeah, yeah. I think it's Boogie Nights might be the best movie of all time. What? I, ha- I haven't seen it yet. I th- oh my I'm god! So excited. Boogie dude. Nights is amazing. Yeah, I think you could put it up. I against- don't even think it's his best movie though. I'm saying if you stack that movie up against every movie, it, I think it has the best of every category. That movie is amazing. It's like you can't deny Boogie Nights it. versus Family Film. Family Homeward Film? Bound? Yeah. Better than Homeward Bound. Kicks its but ass. Is it, but is it a Shadow better? Shadow has good nothing point. on Philip Seymour Hoffman, dude. Yeah, good it point. It is way better <laughs> than Homeward like, Bound. Hey, 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 hey. Like, don't be talking shit about Homeward Bound. That movie's you don't, great. You don't even see... Chance's dick in that. Oh my god! <laughs> I thought you were, were going to say you don't even see the animals' mouths move. I literally because this was like pre-babe technology. I was like, wow! They just filmed the cat, and then they had a woman. They had Sally Field speak as the cat. It's like Michael an J. omniscient. Fox. Yeah, dude. And also your dogs, you for sure. Who did the voice? Of, who did the voice of Shadow? Some old man. I'm we, an old man. We all remember a dog. what a great voice. We all remember Sally Field as Sassy, Michael J. And Fox. Michael J. Fox's Chance, but nobody yeah. remembers Shadow's voice. I think it's because he was like a uh, like a um, classic like voice actor. Sure, like and we were like, all like, "Hey, it's Michael J. Fox." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah when we were four, and the mom from Mrs. Delphire. <laughs> yeah. Hey guys, uh, that was my point. It's of over, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time, the whole time, the whole time, the whole time. We favorite. got two Sally Field impressions. How is your James Dean? You want to hear my Sally Field? Your Sally Field impression is f- f- more incorrect than your James Dean impression. How did you do that? Your Sally Field impression sounds like the ready? Green here's Goblin. My, here's from my Spider-Man. Sally Field. <laughs> your Sally Field's like Spider Man. Here's, here's my Sally Field. Spider Man, come out to play. Aunt May. I'm Norma Ray, baby. <laughs> Norma Ray is a film she was in. Oh, that's good. Forrest Gump is my son, baby. <laughs> is he is he like me? Oh, that part's so sad. <laughs> when he asked if his son's mentally handicapped yeah. too. Oh it, my god. We did it on our show the other day. Yeah. Forrest Gump? We yeah. did it on uh um, Dick and Johnson. We did it on Dick and the Johnson. Final oh yeah, I was on that. Yeah, yeah you, you were, were there. there. Was I Forrest Gump? I was like a show that I didn't even know I was. <laughs> I was like Fast and Furious, some shit. Oh yeah, yeah, we did, we did. Fa- Fin yeah. Diesel, yeah, you were yeah. Fin Diesel. So then we did the ending of Furious Seven, where we pulled up in a car and we told you we were trying to prompt you to be Vin Diesel. We were like, "Hey, you think you could just drive away without saying goodbye?" And we were trying to be Paul Walker. Yeah, and we're you were like, to be and de- you were like, Paul Walker. And you I were like, doing the first movie. You were like, "No, let's race." <laughs> <laughs> I assumed race. 
race. Assume so race. Funny. Hey, whenever you're in a situation, assume race. Assume maybe don't. <laughs> oh wait, 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 wait. Don't do that. No, no. Um, no. Dave, I know you're a huge fan of this other movie that I'm about to bring up. But how many times while watching Rebel Without a Cause were you reminded, and did it ruin the experience for you? Were you reminded of the room from oh Tommy? Oh my Wiseau? gosh! It was constant, constant. If anything, well, there's a if anything, line pool. The Da Vinci Code is to the, the Bible as the room is to Rebel Without a Cause. Yes. It's almost, this is, this is the source yes. material that you need I, secretly so, that connects everything. I almost, the Mary Magdalene? <laughs> in, 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 in the room? In the, it's, in the room. It's, 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 the, it's the no, dumb it's, grandma. It's, yeah, it's the grandma <laughs> who definitely has breast cancer. Bye-bye. Bye. I almost wish that somebody had told me that the room was a parody of Rebel Without a Cause. Because I, I, I so like, is because I wish I had seen the room. It's not a parody. It's I know, but still, like it's an I, homage. I, the in reason Tommy Wiseau's mind. The reason because like I I'm okay with having seen Austin Powers before old James Bond films. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with having seen Galaxy Quest really before getting into Star Trek. Mm. I'm okay with some brilliant seeing parodies. The Animaniacs before seeing anything. Yeah, else. before the anim. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Truly, or the Simpsons or yeah. Rat Race before a no. mad, 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 mad world. <laughs> <laughs> but I wish that I hadn't seen the there's room. Even two rat races because there's two rat race movies. No, have you seen it's a mad, 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 mad world? Is that the one where the the guy kicks the bucket? No, I'm thinking of the oh one where God, the, um, the, the the coke bottle lands in. I wonder if that's their mad, they mad must world be is on the uh, list. The gods must be crazy or something. Yes, that is that. That's that's a good movie too. Um, it's good, but no, I I I wish I hadn't seen the room because. Rebel Without a Cause was I essentially... I also wish I hadn't seen yeah, The Room. Yeah, I mean, just period. But it was essentially, <laughs> like, ruined for me. So I wish that when I had first watched The Room, that my yeah. buddy had invited me over to his house, as it, this is always the case, this is the way people experience The Room, or it should be. You should not go watch The Room in a theater for the first time. You should watch it at your buddy's place with, like, a group of people, mm-hmm. and half of you should have seen it, and the other half should be uninitiated. Oh, yeah. That's how you should experience The Room. Yeah. Then go to a midnight screening, it's fun. Then throw spoons and have a good time. But I wish that that first night... My buddy invited us over as a group and was like, it's a double feature. We're going to watch Rebel Without a Cause. And then <laughs> I we're going to watch the How old are you when that, he invited though. you over to watch Rebel? I don't know, 20, 25. Oh, okay, that's know. a pretty sophisticated late night watch at 20. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. 16, no, I might have been I, like, dude, yeah. we're Starship Troopers, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you want to watch Rebel? You want to watch this 1955 yeah, VHS because, tape because about the, angst? The, about pitch, angst the pitch should be, we're going to watch this first so that, you can ex- so that it's just like you'll know right. what the room is. Because then we'll watch yeah. The Room, and I would have busted up at, you're tearing me apart, Lisa. I would have cracked up laughing. Here's my theory. Though. I have a theory yeah, that The it? Room yes. is a sequel what? sort of to, to Rebel Without, Without a Cause. A cause and yeah. it's just later. And Denny, the mm-hmm. kid, has just stayed the same age from the bullet shot. So he is still... Uh, stunted his growth. Stunted his growth. He is still 16 or something. Mm-hmm. We don't know. But in actuality, in the movie The Room, which I think came out in like 2001 or 2002, yeah. Denny is a 50-year-old man, 60-year-old man, but he looks like he's 12. <laughs> he is not 50 years what? old. He's like 32. He's saying it stunted his growth. Oh, 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 in the, in the movie. Yes, he's yes, the yes, original yes, character yes, from 1955. Yes, yes. And, and um, Wiseau is now 60, probably or 80 or something. <laughs> I don't know how old that But guy he is. is so in denial of his rebel without a cause days that he says he's like 30, you know what I mean? So he's mm-hmm. still stuck in James Dean. I, do you still like The Room? I've landed on I Don't Like The Room. Yeah, I like it. You still like it? I think it's still like one of the funnier experiences. I like showed it. Recently. At a, I showed it at my house one. Tell the, the story. Zest. Okay, so 
I, uh, I showed it at my house uh, when the Disaster Artist came out, and I had a bunch of friends come over. And I, I think you guys do too, but I happen to know the, the gentleman who plays Peter in the film. Yeah, Kyle, right? Kyle, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I invited him. I was like, hey, do you want to come to this thing? And he was like, yeah, for sure. But I didn't really tell anybody else that a, somebody from the room was going to be there. So when they showed up, they they're like met him and like talked to him. And then the movie started, and people were just like, "What?" <laughs> when he <laughs> what? showed up, no, when he he started quoting the movie. Oh yeah, and he yeah. knows. I mean, Kyle oh. is he? I mean, he if he's going to know a movie, he better know that one. So yeah. he knew the lines, and he started shouting them out. I do love. And everybody was like the- looking, like, "Huh? He's he knows these lines." And then people were like. <laughs> Oh, those are his lines. It was <laughs> it was wild. Oh my god the uh, the the feeling of the room realizing that they're watching somebody in the room who's were in the you room. even watching the movie at that point? I was well. Also, there was a lot of like people who are seeing it for the first time. Yeah, so it was sort of great to watch them be like, "Oh my god, this is," because the first twenty minutes is just like sex scenes. Yeah. Oh god, it's like three. Remember when we showed we it watched to it Chelsea, Chelsea and Abby, and they yeah. hadn't seen it before, and they I think they're just waiting for it to become an actual movie. Oh yeah, yeah. it never does. It never ever does. Mm-hmm. I know. Just it's so constant. What it's the fuck? Four but hours it does, long. It does sort of, but it does sort of have the same feeling as uh, this movie because, How like, dare you? Because, but How, let me, let me, I let feel, me. I feel what you're. I don't. I, I mean, don't let me, let me just say why because. These these scenes take place in rooms. <laughs> oh, and it's not and a room; it's the, the room. room. Exactly. And 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 also these are powerhouse performances. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, did you remember that part in? Um, I'm so mad that I know as much about the room as I do. You kept saying quotes. Do you want to hear something yeah. crazy that's going to blow your mind? Movie. Yeah. You know more about the room than you do most of your cousins. Yeah, it's true. And my cousins Holy are shit. they're fine people. Like they're who lovely. directed your cousin? You couldn't name that. I don't know. But who directed the room? Shit, it's Tommy Wiseau. So, but do you remember that part in the disaster yeah. artist where like they show Tommy watching right, doesn't he go to like a screening oh, yeah, of yeah. Rebel Without He's a He's like cause? watching it with um his like Mark. with Mark in the beginning and they're yeah. like, Wow, this guy crazy. Yeah. And then I wanna they, be like James Dean. Oh yeah, yeah. he's oh, just that so happens raw. in the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did like, you watch, watch the disaster? I haven't seen the disaster oh. artist. That's great. Hey, you and Chelsea should rent it. Because okay. if you've suffered through the room, you, the least it's on Amazon Prime. Do, yeah, the least you can do is watch the Disaster Artist, and like you'll get it. Mm-hmm. Oh, and you'll just be like, "Oh, this is great." Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. But uh, there's parts in this movie where I was like, "How? How is James Dean? Is he even acting? <laughs> like he's yeah. sort of a lot of the movie. He's just sort of like walking through a room." Yeah, yeah, and he's just sort of like, Whoa. but it's still more natural than anything anybody else is doing yeah. in the scene because everybody else is so wooden. Yes. It sort of feels like those actors. moments where like everybody in the background is moving in fast motion, and it's like that Garden State shot. Oh, I hate that I just did that, but it's that Garden State <laughs> shot where oh. everybody's moving fast and he's not moving at all. Okay, now you have to reference is Kevin Smith and Quentin Tarantino, and you hit all three, so go for it. Okay, and I liked how this movie had like a Miranda, Mirandering, Miranda, 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 Miranda. Right. Meow, 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 Not meow. enough clerks in this movie. Meow, see? Meow, see? Meow. <laughs> meow, 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 meow. <laughs> Get meow in here. Get meow in here, meow. <laughs> right uh, meow, I'm on a tucked in meow. Oh, also, can we just talk Asian about cat. the the death of the first child? <laughs> the first person who dies, Buzz. Oh, How, yeah. like, his death is because he got his jacket. freaking jacket caught in the handle of the car. Take the jacket off, buddy. These people are, how are they expert? Like, James Dean practices a rollout yeah. to make sure he could do it. Also, can, it's so hard to drive in a leather jacket. Also, slam on the brakes. 
Yeah, so why is it like brakes. these cars mm-hmm. get destroyed? Like, why yeah. don't they just steal these They co- stole the cars. So why not destroy them? I guess. That is pretty Dude, rebellious. they're getting kicks. What was it called? Is that what they kept saying? They were getting kicks. Called people poop heads. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the language of this movie. was so, like... The three thugs were named Crunch... Moose, Moose, Buzz, and Buzz, and, no, and uh, Goon, Goon, Goon. You got Goon, goon. you got yeah. Crunch, you got Dennis, Buzz. I think Dennis Hopper plays Goon. Yeah, I think he does. Young Dennis Hopper, Goon, Crunch, and Jeff. Hey, baby, <laughs> we haven't figured out yeah. your name, it's pal. Like, it's like, yeah, it's like Squanch, <laughs> Turbo, <laughs> and Philippus. Like, there's always one. Yeah. It's like hey, one guy terrible. was off. Yeah, I'm, I'm Conrad. Yeah. <laughs> Conrad, we didn't uh, say you could come here. He's here already. He knows where the clubhouse is. Oh, come on. I killed some puppies earlier. We got got Muscle. Yeah. We got Mo. Yo, yo. And we got Cornelius. How's it going? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. Hello. I'm I'm excited to talk. (laughs) I'm Cornelius. I'm a thug. Close my almanac. (laughs) Oh, is it my turn? I'm a thug. (laughs) I'm a thug. My name is Bonesaw, and I love to eat the young. <laughs> Bonesaw's ready. <laughs> I've got you for three minutes. Three minutes of playtime. <laughs> you ain't See, going nowhere. Who would you See, Who you would you can... cast as if you could? If the movie had to be made today, that was but, a cost? But, but remade, so like it's here's, in the 1950s. Oh, it's oh. like it's like okay. It's like, so, so you're okay, going back in a time. remake, not a, a remake, not a reboot, a reboot. I guess, or a reimagination, a remake. I don't okay. know, man. Who would you cast as uh, Eddie Murphy style? One person play. No, uh, uh, <laughs> I, I would just go James. unknowns. I would go. I would go total like sixteen year old, sixteen year old unknowns. Three of them across oh, the board. Shit. Not a twenty four year old actor. But because man, actors, yo, have you seen have you, you seen Dunkirk? Yeah, yeah. You seen Dunkirk? You ever see? A, <laughs> hey, hey, you seen that uh, Dunkirk? Yeah, I like that. My character, the guy from Dunkirk, Chicago who loves baby. Dunkirk. Hey, you see? Uh, you see the movie Dunkirk? Hey, you see La La Land? <laughs> oh my God, I love Dunkirk. Hey, it's you like see, you're there. Did it's you see, Christopher Nolan. It's great. Did you see that yeah. uh, all the money in the world? All the uh, the Marky Wahlburgers. Hey, yeah. Did you see that uh, Shape of Water? Oh yeah, it's shaped like a big old fish cat. Yeah, it's right. I like Ladybird. <laughs> yeah, I like the. Hey, did you, <laughs> I love Ladybird. Hey, did you see uh, that? Uh, call me by your name. I do. That movie's incredible. <laughs> that movie's just flat out. Like, I haven't seen it. Oh what? That movie's no. great. Hey, you know what? Have you seen Killing of a Sacred Deer? Uh, no, I have not. My favorite of the last two years was uh, Moonlight. My favorite. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah, dude, that kid in uh, Dunkirk who dies in the yeah. the kid who dies in the boat. Yeah, he like hits his head and goes blind. He would yeah. be a great. Sure, Gene, uh, Jim Stark or whatever. His as name long is. as he can do a pretty flawless American accent, that's the thing. Don't get a British kid. Who yes. would? Okay, who would you dude, cast I, as I'm the parents? Ca- oh, that's a great question. Cast as the parents. I'm feeling like a uh, Ruffalo, Richard Kind, dude. Ruffalo, Richard Kind would be. Oh, Richard he Kind might be is too like, old. I feel He's like too- it might be a little uh, uh, comedic, too comedic, too oh, comedic. That's good. I think old. Richard Kind can. Jim Stark, leave him alone. Sell it. Honey, honey. I think you should give it to him. Where's Jim? Honey, have you seen Have you seen Jim? <laughs> that's very good. Ooh, that's I don't know where he is. I'm calling. I'm calling. I, 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 I don't know where he is. Hey, who are you? Come back here. Who's outside? Honey, there's no one there. <laughs> there's no one outside. Honey, go back to bed. It's pretty good. Really. Oh, that's gotta, good. Got to clean up. I've seen a lot of Pixar movies. I don't know what to tell you. I've seen oh, a lot. Yeah, it seems like you've watched Bugs Life a lot, for yeah, sure. Yes, I, yes. At least that. For sure. For sure. For sure. And his like cameo in cars is the Take it to the moon for me. <laughs> uh, uh, bing bong. Inside bong. out. Bing inside bong. out. Inside out, man. 
But he's great, great in, a, in in um, a serious man too. Have you ever seen that? I oh yeah, yet. is he? That's oh, great. That, I think that's like, on the list. You know what? Give it to him. Give it to him. yeah. Let's let's he's let's great. recast him, and then probably somebody like um, Stalker Channing. Yeah. Ooh. Yes. It's like go the, the grandma. Go, go the West. Ooh. Stalker ooh, Channing's the, the grandma. grandma. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Just get Goldie, Goldie Depp or whatever her name is. <laughs> no, Goldie no, no, Depp? Goldie no, Depp? Sorry, Goldie no, no, Hawn? No, no, no. no. I was Jane Fonda? The, the super old lady. <laughs> You're going to have to narrow it down, bud. Betty Tom. Betty Davis. Betty, Betty White. White. Betty, Betty White. White. That's the grandma? <laughs> yeah. Goldie <laughs> Thompson. <laughs> 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 just you're making a comedic remake of Rebel Without I was a Cause. Just far for that one, yeah. dude. How did I forget Betty White? Yeah, mm-hmm. and you get Jim Carrey to be James Dean. There oh my go. gosh, Jim Carrey as the sixteen-year-old sixteen Buzz, dude. Oh, yeah. Jim Carrey as Buzz. Yeah. Oh, that was just so no. Good. You get the kid who played Buzz in Home Alone to yeah. be Ooh, Zendaya Buzz, as your girlfriend, as Wolf. That's yeah, Zendaya's good casting. Yeah. Zendaya. You know Zendaya Zendaya's Zac Efron. Zac Efron's thirty now, yeah. but he Tom can Holland. do it. Did you see Baywatch? Tom Holland. No. Yes. I didn't sucked. see the greatest showman either. It was bad. Baywatch. I liked Greatest Showman. You Baywatch did? was bad. I liked it when I realized it was PG. <laughs> I walked in being like, This is gonna be a good PG thirteen movie. I was like, There's no shits in this. He's not as mean. And I was like, Oh, it's PG. There's it's no literally shits. for children. They don't take shit. The movie's full of elephants. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's no shits in that movie. Uh, Unrealistic. A good movie is determined by the amount of shits in it. Exactly. There was really no shit so. in this movie. He did say poop head once. <laughs> he did say poop head. <laughs> he was pretty, which I, be, I feel was like so in, angry. in 1955 was like saying fucking shitheads. That's probably what that <laughs> fucking was. Fucking shitheads. Like, <gasps> poop heads. All the old 50s talk was very funny. Yeah, it was good. So guys, final thoughts on Rebel Without a Cause. Do we feel like it deserves a list on the 500 greatest movies of all time? It should have its own list on I this list. I say yes. I say yes. I say yeah. I think it's pretty damn awesome. Mm-hmm. And uh, especially for what it did. Like we the, were shocked. It I mean, ke- like yeah. it kept us engaged. We talked about how it, that like, knife fight was good. Yeah, we were like, "Whoa, whoa, are we already?" <laughs> that we're drag fighting? race was good, and the intense scenes, the really great dramatic scenes. This is cream of the crop dramatic acting. I I feel like so many bad dramas, and I'm thinking of the room, namely, try to do something like this, thinking that three people mm-hmm. in a room yelling at each other will equal good drama. But the Rebel staircase Water, scene yes. where he's talking to his yeah. parents yes. and him talking to Plato in the planetarium. Oh, while yeah. He's hiding down. Mm-hmm. The lighting James in that scene, scene was, was very amazing, good. too, because it, like, it was sort of like sparkling, and there were moments where he'd like step back and the blue would only be in his eyes. Yeah, and it I just, noticed yeah. that, too. That was really well done. It, it was. Really great. I don't think really I ever found need to well. see the movie again. Oh, no. no. I had a great time watching it. I think Scenes. Yeah. Scenes, Maybe. if you want to yeah. show good acting, I'd say mm-hmm. like good listening. Like mm-hmm. there's, there's a lot of moments, but He's I think the a lot only of one that's really too. Well, Natalie Wood's doing some listening, but She's, everyone I mean, else is just reciting. Her scene with her dad out like in the beginning and never goes back to it again. It's like, that is the most loaded scene in any movie I've ever yeah. seen. It never gets touched anything. on again. We were really reading into it because I think <laughs> we were, so, <laughs> we were <laughs> reading into so much. We were reading yeah. into Plato a lot. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. We, we were like, is, we were like, is Plato gay? Does he love James oh, Dean's yeah. character? We just wanted, we really wanted to read the actual subject material to see if there was the, more of those. The subject material was a book. Has nothing to do with the film. I found out oh. it was a book that Warner Brothers bought the rights to because they wanted the title. I've the heard title that, that's Rebel a big a thing. Cause. Like they yeah. buy things for the title. Sure, now. Fast and Furious. 
I think the Fast and the Furious had to buy that title from an old movie from the 30s, which was about like stock car racing, just because the title was really good and they bought it. And then they went and found a news article that was about street racing that wasn't like a fictional story. It was like an article that, about real street racing in the real world that they like, uh, t- uh, you know, took that and made it into the movie kind of. So there's a bunch of weird... wasn't the writer like... Who wrote the first Fast and the Furious? He like wrote serious movies, mm-hmm. and he was super mad when they. I mean, the first Fast and the Furious movie was supposed to be like. Think about if this movie turned out to have like a huge like action yeah. sequel that was about like knife fights. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah, that, good... that's it came out of nowhere. Yep. Yeah, the first one tried to be real serious. So yeah, I really liked it. I thought it was great. Definitely deserves deserves a spot over the movie Flesh, which we watched oh last week, which God. was terrible. Keller, what are we watching next week? Next week. We will be watching Santa Sangre. Ooh, and our guest is to be determined. Yeah, we haven't determined, to be determined. yet. So, and I'm going to find if I can we're on find. on top of it. I'm going to tell you where you can <laughs> find it. If you have Amazon Prime, it's free on there. And you can rent it on Amazon and Apple and Vudu. So it is free to it's watch. It's pretty nuts. On Amazon Prime. Prime, it is rated R, super violent, Santa Sangre from 1989. So you can look for that there. If you're under and, 17, uh, get a parent. Yeah. And uh, we'll be and back if you're next over week. over 18, bring a date. Bring a date. And Dave, <laughs> let the people know one more time where they can find your sketch from college where you <laughs> created a game show that was called Lemon or, lemon or what? No, lemon it was or, called Jizz or Lemon. Jizz or Lemon. Uh, it was never made. <laughs> it was never made. And explain that. So that you're not a psychopath. Oh, yeah, I put great. You on the spot. Uh, yeah, basically, you made a him a psychopath. I yeah, you did. Oh, I'm, you did that. Yeah, you've, you did. you've transformed me into a psychopath. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's basically a sketch where uh, you'd show a clip of somebody's face. It's like a game show, and be like, "All oh, right, did this person just bite into a lemon or just his pants?" <laughs> and they'd have to pick. And guess what? You mostly pick wrong every time. It was <laughs> just his pants. Yeah, every time it's just your pants. Well, it's been eight in a row. This ninth one's got to be lemon. And and is the sound the guy makes whenever he goes. <laughs> Ah, got it. The Affleck's great. So, Dave, where can people find you and all of your brilliant ideas on the internet? Uh, You can follow me at Davey Ray Ray on Instagram and Twitter. And then I'm part of Robot Teammate, which is like a fun musical improv thing I do here in LA. We have like songs on Spotify from like Thug Mm -hmm. Tunnel and turbulence and jazz like that and you can find me on charney comedy on youtube where i do funny ha-has with a bunch of silly people turbulence uh i think i told you this was like the best show that i've seen in la <laughs> you have to thank you man. I, I, it was so good and so much fun and oh, yeah. you guys are brilliant so uh, thanks man yeah so definitely check that stuff out and uh thank you to you keller <laughs> it's late thank you so much i love you very you. much Wow, I love both of you. Have a great... I'm, I'm getting I, great. I'm, I'm very, getting great looks from both of you. I'm very fond of Dave, but I love Keller very much. I love both wow. of you. Oh, all right, I love you too, man. Okay, we're going to hold holding hands. hands. We're holding hands. Well, I'm holding both Don't their hands. I'm not holding Hector's hands. We will hand. see you guys next week. I'm holding his hand with my Santa eyes. Santa Sangre. And until then, <laughs> goodbye. Excuse me. <laughs>